Welcome back, Diane. Thank you. Diane was not feeling well, but she's back. Thank you for your prayers. Promises podcast. I'm Laura. This is Diane. We're with Calvary Montclair. And today is episode 17. And we're going to be talking about humility. And we're going to be talking about pride and the scriptures. And many of you, I'm sure you've seen on Instagram or on social media, humble brag. And I just feel that it's the craziest oxymoron between being humble means you're not bragging and being bragging and boasting is the opposite of humility. And as we know in the scriptures and the gospels, Jesus was our servant king. He bowed low, he washed the disciples' feet, and then as you mentioned the other day, go and do likewise, he said, right? right? Yes, definitely. I think, you know, completely contrary to what this world um, has to offer, what this world says is important. Here you have Jesus, the word, who spoke this world in wow. into existence, by whom all things exist, right? And he came and he served. Right. He wrapped, like you said, he girded himself with that towel, um, Wash those disciples' dirty feet. Yes. Even the one who would betray him, he loved and he served until the end. I mean, his giving up his life was yes. his ultimate service and sacrifice. And in our world, it's it's the leader, it's the CEO, it's the head. Step on the little people to move up the corporate ladder and do what you got to do to get exactly. your name in lights and so forth. Who served, right? I mean, the, the lead, and, but Jesus is saying, no, his way is different. Um, humility, humble yourself, consider others as more important than yourself. Yes. Be the servant of all. You want to be the first Somebody, in the kingdom? Mm -hmm. Serve. The servant of all, the chief servant. And so, um, yes, that the idea of humility and pride, pride is pushed so much um, today. Um, pride is an anthem, you know, mm -hmm. shout it out, be proud. And it doesn't matter if you're a football player and you're banging your chest or, right. you know, you shoot the three and you're, you know, all praise and glory to me. Yeah. Look what I can do. It doesn't matter um, what avenue or, or area of the world exactly. people want to Exalt themselves. Exalt self. But we're called to abase ourselves. We're mm -hmm. called to be humble, to, to be lowly, and to exalt the name You know of what's Jesus. so funny? There's been a lot of attention on this Queen of England celebration, which uh -huh. I don't even know Her exactly. Jubilee, Jubilee something. Yes. But remember Princess Diana? Mm-hmm. Humble. Mm. She went into the people, the AIDS community helping people all the poor yes with all mother Teresa as well didn't she do work with her all yeah. the time mm -hmm. and she's regal mm. she was a princess mm -hmm. but she would get down and dirty and clean mm -hmm. runny noses and love on sick babies it's so beautiful to me and that's what jesus calls us to do you know and i and i think of how you know we so push pride in our culture mm -hmm. arrogance boasting all that i am you know but the Lord says, be humble. And I think, you know, he resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. I want grace. I want grace. I need grace. <laughs> I, you know, you spoke last week, um, great podcast, by the way, on kindness. Mm -hmm. The hesed, the kindness of our God. And yes. I want that kindness. Yes, we sure I do. I want that mercy. I want um, that humility because then the Lord's countenance is faithful yes, turn towards me. I so want good. that. And so as I was reading, you know, tracking through the one-year Bible, I'm reading through 1 Kings, and I was in uh, chapter 21, and we have the most evil king of all time mm -hmm. in chapter 21. We've talked about him before, Ahab. 
he's wicked, he's evil, he encourages the nation in idolatry. You know, they have Asherah poles and altars to Baal Mm -hmm. and all kinds of idol worship and all that went along with it. The temple prostitutes, the cutting of cells to the blood flowed, Mm -hmm. the dancing, the giving of themselves and their possessions to these gods, the prayer, the idolatry that the Lord considers adultery, right? right? Um, So he encouraged the people to do this. And there's this portion of scripture that I'm going to read over. We we know, we've talked about this before as well, he wanted Naboth's vineyard Mm -hmm. and the lying, cheating, um, murderous things that he did to steal that vineyard. Mm-hmm. And, and after that, you know, God was very upset with him. So God has a man. God always has a man. Amen. And, um, and, and a woman, right? Be God's woman. Be that Deborah. Be that Esther. Yes. Be that Ruth. Um, but in this case, it's Elijah. Elijah's God's prophet of this evil, evil age. And um, Elijah has a word for Ahab. And he says, I have come because you have sold yourself to what is evil in the Lord's mm. sight. So God is talking to Ahab through Elijah. Mm-hmm. And he says, so now the Lord says, I will bring disaster on you and consume you. I will destroy every one of your male descendants, slave and free alike, anywhere in Israel. I'm going to destroy your family as I did the family of Jeroboam um, and the family of Basha, son of Ahijah. For you have made me very angry and you have led Israel into sin. So that's why the Lord was angry with Mm -hmm. him. And regarding Jezebel, the Lord says, and this is horrible. It says dogs will eat Jezebel's body at the plot of land in Jezreel. So just the idea that they're not going to be buried. Dogs are going to lick their blood. It says the members of Ahab's family will die. Desecrated. Exactly. To die in the city will be eaten by dogs. And those who die in the field will be eaten by vultures. So there's this horrible, horrible promise. Because of your evil, this is what's going to transpire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because if you've led the people into idolatry, this is what's going to happen. So then he goes on to say, No one else so completely sold himself to what was evil in the Lord's sight, as Ahab did under the influence of his wife wow. Jezebel. We wives have influence. Yes, we sure do. Jezebel influenced her husband into evil he was the most evil and she motivated him to get this vineyard yes she did she did she she came up with the plan exactly Mm -hmm. um his worst outrage was worshiping idols just as the amorites had done and the people whom the lord had driven out from the land of head of the israelites isn't it so crazy how the people came out of the idolatry under um pharaoh and egypt yes and, and the god of Ra and the sun god and the Egyptian pharaohs thought they were gods. Right. And yet they're going back to this um, system of worshiping false idols. And, you know, my daughter Olivia and I, we had a, a conversation the other day. She said, Mom, I know that it's wrong to worship false gods, but are there false gods? And I said, I don't really understand what you mean. Today meaning? She, her question was, are they real? No. And I said, well, there's the yeah. story with Elijah uh-huh. where he says, why don't you call down yes. your God? Yes. <laughs> she goes, I was week. thinking about yes. that story. And and they're cutting themselves and making themselves bleed and doing all these terrible acts. And you hear crickets because their God is not real. He, they have no eyes. They cannot see. They have no ears. They cannot hear. And there are times when God is bringing judgment when he says, turn to your idols. That's right. Let him help Let you. Let them deliver you. That's they right. cannot. It reminds me of the Titanic movie mm-hmm. when these wealthy people, millionaires of their day, are paying for lifeboats. Mm. Their money matters nothing. No, nothing when it's and life they, and death. Yes. Right. And so here, too, this idea that, that like Olivia asked, 
idols are not They're real. Not, right. They don't exist. People pray to them. People mm -hmm. worship them. People, even today, false gods are prayed to. They can do nothing. They cannot mm -hmm. help. And um, so as, as we're talking about this pride, Ahab hears this message through from God through Elijah, and he tore his clothing, the Bible says in verse 27, dressed in burlap and fasted. He even slept in burlap and went about in deep mourning. So now he hears his judgment upon himself and his household because of his mm -hmm. evil wickedness. And he actually does something about it. He does something about it. He says, I'm, I, I'm, I'm wretched. <laughs> I have done this evil, and now the consequence is going to be the death of me, the death of my wife, the death of my my sons. So he doesn't repent, mm. but he humbles himself. He humbles himself to the point of tearing the clothes and wearing the burlap. And the Lord sees this. And it says, then another message from the Lord came to Elijah. Do you see how Ahab has humbled himself mm. before me? Because he has done this, I will not do what I promised during his lifetime. And so he, he spares delayed him. The, he, exactly, the execution the of the judgment. Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. He delays the consequence because he saw his humility. Now we know he doesn't repent because there are times when, um, even before when he, they're in battles and the Lord would deliver Ahab and he would say, so that you may know that I am the Lord. That's right. And then he would deliver him again so that you may know Ahab that I am the Lord. And Ahab never repents, but he does humble himself. And he, look at how God relents because he humbled himself. Right. He's teaching us. God is teaching us through this wicked man that, like you mentioned, the Chronicles verse, if my people who are called by my name will humble, humble themselves, themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. And mm -hmm. I think that, you know, it's such a popular ver uh, verse and, and scripture promise and truth. And it's calling for a national humility mm -hmm. and fasting and, and weeping and wailing. But I think that it's that call to humility. And that's why I love prayer meetings. Mm -hmm. Because we're saying, you know what? City of so-and-so, we don't got it going on. We don't. Public school square, county of San Bernardino. We don't got it going on. God, we need your help. Yes. That's that humility. Yes. And I think that with Ahab, and I had never seen this before, Diane, so thank you for sharing your heart. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for revealing this. There's a difference between saying, God, we don't got it going on. We need your help. And to truly say, therefore, I'm going to stop doing right. what I'm doing. Right. I'm going to pray that these Planned Parenthood shelters close. I'm going to pray that God raises up Christian teachers. We're going to do, we're going to repent of X, Y, Z and change. Right. Ahab didn't get that far. He threw no. up his arms and humbled himself, but then he kept doing the same sins of exactly. the past. So it's a really interesting, but, but very, um, kind of like slithery concept. It's very, it's very, you know, we, we put it together, humble and repent. Well, because to repent, you have to humble yourself, right? Right. But you can humble yourself and not necessarily be repentant. I don't want this to happen to me. So, mm. okay, uh, I will, please don't let this bad. I was wrong. I was wrong. But that's still, that's not changing behavior. Right. For, for, for us to repent, it's that 180, right? I was going this way. I'm going to do you. I'm going to go back yes. the other direction. Yes. I'm going to walk a different path. I'm going to, if I, like J Jesus said, go and sin no more. That's right. If I'm committing adultery, the Lord reveals it to me. It is sin. It is wrong. Then I stop. And I say, yes. God's word says, do not commit adultery. So now I have to change my mind. I have to change how I think. Mm -hmm. I have to humble myself. I'm wrong. Yes. And then I stop doing the sin. Yes. Whatever. The lying, the cheating, the stealing, the 
gossiping. Looking at porn. That looking at porn. Overeating. Jealous spirit. Critical spirit. Right. Um, snapping at family members, whatever. You know, I, I remember a, a girlfriend of mine, she had a problem with her tongue. Mm-hmm. And she was raised in a yelling home. And so she says, I... I I hate this about myself. Yep. I hate that I yell at my children. I hate that I fly off the handle and I'm yelling at my husband. I'm a Christian woman. I love Jesus Christ, but I can't kick this tendency, mm-hmm. okay? The sin that so easily ensnares us, right? So she started journaling and she started writing um, hormonal phases of her life, um, just different things, uh, her dietary issues, what was caught, what were her triggers essentially? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, my son has autism and in ABA, there's a lot of behavioral things. You write the trigger, what happened before, what happened after, did anything change? Was there a sleep deprivation? Right. So you're getting to know yourself. And so she stopped the pattern. Was it quick overnight? No, but she, she did, did more the than just, I'm sorry for yelling, sweetie pie. Do you forgive me? Yes, I forgive me. And then the next day, yell ah! again. Right. I'm sorry, sweetie pie. Do you for-? She had to actually stop and repent and do some inner heart work to say, God, I hate this about myself so much. I hate my tongue. I hate my rage. Right. I'm going to need you to help me. And so she, she shared one time certain life changes. She said, I don't make a big... A decision when I'm I'm feeling low or I'm you know ha- I'm having migraine headaches or you know right. physically I'm I know that I'm prone to anger right now right am I short with my children when I haven't when I had a horrible night sl- I'm hungry sleep? Oh, right <laughs> like know know those things I know for me um, I can set I'm I'm big on to do lists so I have all these to do lists for everything whenever whenever I have anything to do grocery shopping list meal planning all of that prepping all of that I do and I do to do lists. But when the kids were small, I, okay, today we're going to go grocery shopping. Then we're going to go to this store to get all our detergent and household because I don't buy any Goodies. of that at the grocery mm-hmm. store because it's too expensive. You know, so we're going to do these errands. Then we're going to have lunch. And then we're, and I have this agenda. Well, you know, sometimes things don't go according to plan because there's Life. meltdowns, there's mm-hmm. breakdowns, there's emotional whatever, conflict. And so for me, if I could hold to my wish list, my to-do list loosely, That's right. You know, if I held to it, no, this is what we're doing today. Come, you know, what may, this is what we're doing, forcing this agenda. And maybe that wasn't the agenda for the day, Mm -hmm. you know, to be flexible because I would be rigid and sterner or uh, more forceful, short, short uh if, if this is what we're doing and irritable because Mm -hmm. this is what we're doing. Right. You know, and so to realize, you know what, we didn't get to the grocery store today. We're having grilled cheese for lunch. That's okay, yeah. and we'll get to it tomorrow. You wanted yes. those popsicles, but because you guys were quarreling, we and didn't we get had, to that. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a great illustration of humbling yourself. Mm-hmm. Because as a good steward of your home, as a good house manager, as a beautiful wife and mother and woman of God, that list is not for Diane to look good. That list is so everything can flow. Right. But you know what? Little Johnny is having a hour meltdown. And am I going to take my list above disciplining little Johnny? And the heart work that needs to happen over the housework, you know? And so that's a perfect example of humility. And as I had mentioned to you before we started recording, I just started this book called Humble Moms. And um, it says, Humble Moms, How the Work of Christ Sustains the Work of Motherhood, Mm. is the little tagline. And... Being a mother, being a parent, really, dads too, it's the most humbling, life-giving 
role mm. because you're constantly having to give of yourself. You give of your time. You give of your body physically. You give of your right. mental energy. You give of sleepless nights praying for them. You know, I think of prodigal uh, mothers of prodigal children. I was at an event once and I was blessed with the opportunity to share on prayer. And this one mom told me every night I would send me how to sleep. She was a teen. She was a prodigal. She would close her door and I would kneel in mm. front of her door and pray every night. But she did it in such a humble way where nobody knew. I mean, probably her husband knew, but you know what I'm right. saying? She humbled herself. And then the daughter's right there smiling and mom and daughter are there at this moment. God does together. support. Thank you, God. Yeah. Thank you, God, for allowing this mom to humble herself instead of rah, 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 rah. Right. I raised you to be godly. And why are you dating a non-believer? And blah, blah, blah. That's her flesh. Right. That's what we want to say. She wouldn't be wrong. And then, and then what does the daughter think? Oh, yeah, you're a real nice yeah. believer there, mom. Why? Why don't you want me dating him so I don't lash End out like you? Angry? I mean, right? <laughs> yes. And don't tell me the enemy doesn't do that. And mm-hmm. he, and he, he twists. twists things. That's right. And he speak and he lies to us and he and he tells us all these things so that there's discord and there's disunity right. and there's frustration and irritation and and so that humbling ourselves and the God, God will lift us up. Right. And and I was thinking, you know, of. God can use anyone to That's do right. anything. Amen. Even the rocks will cry That's out. right. Right? He used Balaam's donkey. Right. And that has never, ever marveled me that God can use the rocks or that God can use an A animal whale. to speak. That's or right. Or Jonah, the, right? The whale. Mm-hmm. The, but what does marvel me, and, and I've, I've always found fascinating, is that he used Jonah. Mm. Jonah was rebellious. He was the only evangelist that did not want converts right, <laughs> right. I, and i, marvel, and like, I laugh have, because it's just so humanity it is humanity. You know? like he did not want these people saved he hated the ninevites mm-hmm. with a passion right. and he knew god and he knew god was gracious and he knew you're god gonna was, forgive them exactly. and give them a second chance aren't you god i don't i know and so what does he say peace out god i'm out i'm, I'm sailing I'm going direction. to Tarshish. Bon voyage, right? And we know what God does. He sends a storm and he sends a giant fish and he does all of this. He's working on the heart of Jonah. That's right. But That's right. he's got a land I'm, to save. Yeah. And, and so these people were evil. They were horribly wicked. They were brutal. They were brutal in the sense of, I mean, what did they Cruel. put? Fish hooks yes. in the mm-hmm. mouths of, of, the, of the people that they took from Israel and and took them into exile, right? They were they had them walk naked. Like brutes I mean, is they, the word yes, that comes to my they mind. They were yeah. murderous. They were wicked in all of the other evil that they did to the people that Jonah loved. Mm-hmm. His 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 uh, you know, um, what are they called when they come before you? Um, not your heirs that come after you, but your um, not your descendants. descendants. Oh. But before you. They're not descendants. They oh, are your ancestors. ancestors. Thank you. Couldn't think of the word. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you, win. you win the prize. Ancestors, yes. you know? And so um, he's he doesn't want them saved. No, Lord, you're going to be gracious. You're going to be compassionate. <laughs> uh, absolutely not. And so this is what I find very interesting. The message is short. The message is all he does is walk around the city and he says, in, th- in what, 40 days time? In 40 days, Nineveh will be destroyed. In 40 days, Nineveh. He doesn't even tell them to repent. He just tells them, in 40 days, Nineveh is going to be destroyed, right? Because he doesn't want them to repent. Right. And he is obeying, but with resistance. <laughs> Why right? knuckling yeah, exactly. it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so we have this wonderful story, and it says, The people of Nineveh believed God's message, and from the greatest to the least, they declared Everyone a fast. Everyone repented. 
Yes. Put on burlap to show their sorrow mm-hmm. again with the burlap, again with the fasting. Yes. Right? It's you're wearing like a potato sack that chafes the skin and you're not eating. When the king of Nineveh heard what Jonah was saying, he stepped down from his throne and took off his royal robes. He dressed himself in burlap and sat on a heap of ashes. Then the kings and his nobles sent his decree throughout the city. No one, not even the animals from your herds and flocks, may eat or drink anything at all. People and animals alike must wear garments of mourning, and everyone must pray earnestly to God. They must, now here's repentance, Mm -hmm. turn from their evil ways and stop all their violence. He had to call out for them to stop their violence. That's how prevalent violence was in this Mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. Um, Who can tell? Perhaps even yet God will change his mind and hold back his fierce anger from destroying us. When God saw what they had done and how they had put a stop to their evil ways, he relented. And it says changed his mind, but it's not quite changed its mind. It's relenting from what he said he was going to do. Right. Right? Because he was going to destroy them if they did not repent. That's why he sent Jonah. His heart was, I want you in my kingdom. Yes. I want you forgiven. I love you. I know you've done evil. Right. But I want you restored. And so he did not carry out the destruction he had threatened. Well, it's the same like your agenda for the day. You're the mom. Right. You're the boss of the household for the day. Mm-hmm. But you're saying, you know what? This is the plan. Mm-hmm. This is what I've set in my heart to do. However, through the repentance, like you changed and you tweaked your agenda. Mm-hmm. It's not that that the kids changed your mind. Because right. I'm glad you brought that point out because I think a lot of people say, oh, well, see, God is not God. He's not sovereign if his mind can be changed. No, that's not what scripture says. God changes not. God can't right. lie. You know, God is right. perfect. He's holy. He's Alulam, everlasting God from the end to the beginning. No one created God. You know, so it's like we got we to gotta be sure we, we clarify that point. But he did see their heart. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with the other a prophet, which his name escapes me, that God said, the prophet said, you're going to die. And then he humbles himself and then God says I'm going to give you 13 more years I was I was thinking 10 13 Uh more years to your life because of your your heart yes and and he grieves over his sin just like they're grieving over um their sin and so God he 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 changes the plan he doesn't change his heart his heart's the same God Right, because of the repentance. He yes. looks upon humility right. and repentance, and he's drawn to that. And so the punish like me, right? Before I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior and confessed of my sins, I was on my way to hell. I was a dead woman walking, right? I'm yes. dead in my trespasses yes. is what the scripture says. I am dead in my sin. I became alive when I became reborn. Mm-hmm. And now the sentence of an eternity separated from God is no more. Right. I now, because of Jesus, death and resurrection, and because of repentance, I get you're grafted in to be forever with Jesus yes. in heaven for all eternity. Yes. And that's the humility. So when we have a day and an age that pushes pride, you know, right. Do what you want. Do what Live feels how good. you like. Live mm-hmm. how do what pleases you. Whatever, you know, what they would say, float your boat. Whatever your truth is. Right. No. God determines what truth is. He is truth. Yes. And he has saying has said he resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. That's why I love the Psalms, Diane, because I think that in the example of the friend of mine with the anger problem and the or the tongue problem, mm-hmm. I think that we all, if we're honest with God, we can see pride creep in. Yes. In various areas mm-hmm. of our life, right? Yes. I think that it's often but the how 
how do I repent? I, I want to. So I have had a lot of relatives struggle with alcohol uh-huh. and drinking. And I remember one relative crying on the phone saying, Miha, I messed up my life mm. by drinking and crying and crying and crying, but no rehab and no life change, even to the point of cirrhosis of the liver, no life change. The sadness and the acknowledgement of I'm, I messed up my life was there, but the to-do of I'm going to take the next step and I'm going to, you the know. The repentance part. The, the repentance part The, the guilty was feeling was there. But it, it was not a conviction that led it was to repentance. not combined, mm-hmm. conjoined with the repentance. So I'm going back to, I love the Psalms. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, O Lord, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Or search my heart, O God. Right. And so it's, a, it's coming to God, even if we don't necessarily see the pride, He'll show it to us. And we've been talking about so many times, get in the one-year Bible, get a Bible reading plan, read consistently, because that's that heart check. Oh my gosh, Jesus, I am so not like you. The word's a mirror. It shows us ourselves. I don't do these things. I don't pray for my enemies. I don't humble myself like you did. I wouldn't talk so sweetly the way you did to Peter or to James and John. You know, I, I, um, I don't, always do the things the father says for me to do. Right. I, I speak out of turn. You know, I'm more like Peter or in other moments, I'm more like this disciple. Or Thomas, I'm doubting here. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or, or various people in the scriptures. And so the David, he's just so real and raw and honest. And even when Nathan said, you you went and you took Bathsheba and he says, I'm the man. And he, he admits he and he confesses. Mm-hmm. And so I often think it's interesting because he does stay with Bathsheba. I thought it would have been interesting if that relationship would have been cut off. It wasn't. He stayed with her and and, and perhaps because of, you know, Solomon was going to be born and so forth. And God called him out on that, right? He, he told did. him, you took a wife that was not yours to take. And the scripture calls him your, the wife of, of Uriah. Uriah. Not it, the wife of David. Right. So yes. God's always said, uh-uh, you, you got uh-huh. it twisted. You stole her. You stole her, yes. And what happens? His son dies. Dies, right. And there is division from that point on, division within the household. There are yes. consequences that he bears. So I think part of pride too is not being willing to listen. And this is a confession of mine because as a as a talker, as someone that's an encourager and I love to share, I'm not always the best listener. So, you know, even my husband's called me out, Laura, sometimes you know, you need to you need to let you need to breathe once mm-hmm. when you're talking mm-hmm. and you're sharing and let the person share. And so the reason why I'm saying that is because one of the hardest scriptures, but also one of my most beloved scriptures is Psalm 4610. Be still and know he is God. Because sometimes I want to talk or I want to act and the Lord is saying, stop. Stop your doing and be still. Mm -hmm. Other people, stop your being still and and do do something. Because we're all different in the body of Christ. But I'm sharing that because when we're still before the Lord and we're reading the scriptures and we're marinating on him and we're feeding on his faithfulness, he's going to call me out. Laura, you've been short with your daughter. Be kind to her. Bless her. Or you've been, you know, whatever, rude Mm -hmm. to so-and-so. Call them up and apologize or do, you know, he, he calls us out. And you have a choice at that point. Correct. You can continue and as you always do, oh, oh, sorry, baby. I know I was a little bit rude to you and continue on. Or you can be like the friend you talked about yes. who did the hard work the of hard saying, work. okay, when do I do this? Why am I doing this? What's, right. what's, what's going on that 
what are the circumstances when I lose it, when my mouth starts going? How can we change these things? What can I do? How can I have a reminder um, to to not? And and I I know one time I told Joe when I was like going off on one of the kids, I was so frustrated. And I said, when I'm drowning, send me a lifeline. Like if you see me like... Call me aside. Oh, right. Um, you know, because, and that's not easy. I'm, I'm sure no, you don't want to hear no. Chuck say, Laura, shh. You're like, yes. don't shush me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? right. That's my flesh. Like, hey, I want to say something. Yes. And we, but to, to that humility of saying, okay, I didn't realize. Thank right. you. Right. Be like David. Quick yes. to say, I am the man. I am the woman. And none of us want to be Christ followers who are listening, who are watching, we don't want to be that person that looks in the mirror and then forgets what we right. look like. You know, one of my favorite scriptures, I've been praying it back to the Lord a lot lately actually is, you remember my frame that I'm dust. Mm-hmm. Because that's father love. Right. The father remembers our frame. You know, Olivia, 16, your daughter just graduated. She'll be doing her solo very soon for a TTP dance. You still see her as the little bitty right. girl that you brought home from the hospital. The one that kicked you in the womb. The one that, mommy, mommy, the one that lost her teeth. Yeah. We still see them in pigtails. We will forever do that. And I almost feel like God does that to us moms on purpose. Mm-hmm. Because even, you know, I remember one time Chuck's grandmother who recently went home to be with the Lord just last fall. One time I told Olivia, you see how Grandma Trini looks at Grandma Natalie? So great grandmother and grandmother. I said, she looks at her the way I look at you as the baby with the little patent leather 50s shoes and the little white socks and the little pigtails. We still see them as babies. And so that's what that verse means to me. Father, you remember my frame that I'm dust? That's not an excuse to sin. You know how no, I am, but God. we don't surprise him when we, we do. And I think sometimes... He's tender with us. We think of ourselves or our children or whatever as more highly than we ought in regards to our expectations. That's exactly right. And we right. surprise You're ourselves so right. when we blow it or when we're human or he when said, we I, sin. I'm not surprised. He's like, I know dust. the real Diane. I'm, I know the real Laura. Exactly. You mess up because we do. You know, we mess up all the time. So I know that our time is short and I know that we have so much more to share. So we're probably going to have to do a pride slash humility slash don't say humble brag podcast part two. But this has been such a good topic and something that we, I mean, frankly, I'm convicted about. Mm. I'm sure you're convicted about because, you know, we don't want to be prideful people. We want to be humble. We want to be like our Lord. And Pride is the antithesis of Jesus. Right. Lucifer is the one that his first was sin down. was pride. Yes. Yeah, we don't want to be like that. We want to be humble. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he'll lift you up in due time, as exactly. you mentioned. So we love you guys. Thank you for trekking with us. We're so blessed that you're here. Don't forget to like and subscribe and continue listening. Continue sharing your heart with us. Put a comment. Let us know. Did you have something that convicted you? Share it with us. Is there a verse on pride? There's so many in the Proverbs, there right? Yes. If there's a verse on pride that you think of and you want to share with us put it in the comments on Facebook Diane and I love when you comment and text us personally or when you just comment out there in the internet world we are so blessed by you joining us and we want to continue doing this and we just wish you a blessed weekend God bless you, God bless you.